From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. And let's welcome back head coach Dave Dickinson to Sports Talk with Jock. Hey, coach, how are you? I'm good. How's things going? Good. Are you getting used to this? You know, you've been in Canada a long time now. Are you getting used to having your turkey in, uh, in October? I could have it twice. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, that's nice. true. Uh, my wife, uh, I believe, might be the best cook out there, and so she made a great meal, and we usually try to celebrate the U.S. Thanksgiving as well. And we'll do a turkey one and then a ham on the other, so okay. I get the, the best of both. Do you get the turkey on the Canadian or the American one? We rotate whatever okay. she's up to because I'm not cooking. <laughs> and uh, half the time, my kids, too, they love uh understand what's going on but it's, it's pretty cool wow then what's on the uh, the table for christmas dinner you, you get a little bit of turkey and ham you may as well do a double dip yeah well we eat well over here <laughs> <laughs> like most people here, but, well uh, definitely feel spoiled and thankful as well fair, fair enough as as we all should feel thankful <laughs> and it was a great uh, thanksgiving a weekend and of course uh, uh your team didn't play this past weekend coach but you still as i said on the opening i made a little bit of ground this weekend do you find yourself doing a little bit of scoreboard watching now Definitely pay attention, uh, especially because obviously we were playing Hamilton next too. So when Hamilton went in and beat Winnipeg, I mean, you're, you certainly, um, you know, you want to take care of your own business, and it can work two ways. You know, you Hamilton probably gained some momentum off that game and some confidence off that game, but. Uh, to put a loss against Winnipeg um, certainly didn't hurt my feelings. Yeah, uh, fair, fair enough. This Hamilton team, a lot better uh, since June Jones has taken over. They're, they're not the same team that you guys laid a licking on here at McMahon Stadium. Yeah, not even close, in fact. It's just weird how the, the year cycles and, and people go up and down. I mean, they're, they're, they're playing some great football, actually. And they, uh, they've had good talent. They just they got a little bit more belief, and they're, to me, they're much more sound in what they do, and uh, they're getting solid quarterback play, but their defense, to me, has really taken a huge step forward. Uh, it's going to be a challenge for us this weekend. Well, you know, June Jones, known for the the run and shoot, and and obviously activating uh, Masoli. They're doing that a lot more, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, he's playing well. I mean, yeah, Zach could run too, but there uh, looks to me they've simplified the game, and and he's running a nice, uh, tight system. They run some of the play, same plays over and over, but different guys are getting the ball, different options, and. Uh, and I do think, honestly, a running quarterback is dangerous in this league. Whether they can stay healthy, that's the different story. And ultimately, uh, I thought Mazzoli has been uh, playing good football. Ultimately, the goal is to clinch first place in the West. As I said, there's a chance. Your magic number is down to two. A win this weekend, a Winnipeg loss, and, and first place is yours. Now, I guess the downside is, you know, you do this early, and, and, and some fans would say, oh, that's not a good thing because then you play a lot of games that really don't have a lot of meaning until that West final. Uh, is, there, is there an exact science to this, Dave, or no? I don't have the formula if it's exact science. I don't. Uh, but I, I do think it's important our guys understand that you've got to get better each and every week. And wins and losses, I've, I preach this every day to these guys. They take care of themselves. If you go out and play well and take care of your details and focus in on what's important to you and, and trying to get better and, and taking care of little things, wins and losses take care of themselves. And we always say this, you know, this game, take it one week at a time. That is true in football. In fact, we're the most scheduled people out there. A bye week actually throws us. Uh, it throws me off a little bit. I, I don't know what to do. I, I just, I just want to be in my seven day schedule and that's what I like. That's what I'm used to. And when you know that the playoffs are right around the corner, you're really looking forward to, uh, 
um, getting better as a football team and hopefully playing your best football when these playoffs arrive. Well, you know, it's interesting coming off a bye week because we know about the Calgary Stampeders' home record. We know about the winning streak. We know about the the record against the West. But this team doesn't lose usually coming off a bye week as well. Under John Huffnagel, I never lost coming off a bye week. You've never lost coming off a bye week. Did you get a good feeling feeling with your team, you know, as, as they came back, you know, from wherever they were? I mean, the guys got good energy, and they're, I think they're excited to be back. I, I haven't felt the focus, um, and I don't think we've been clicking in practice. Uh, we've had a little bit of um, colder weather. Sometimes I think that could mess with the mind a little bit. Uh, certainly a couple of days ago it was chilly. Um, so we've just got to go in and, and do our thing and, and play hard. And, um, you know, I do like our team. and We've got good skill out there. We've got, uh, I've got a lot of guys with grit. Uh, we're showing up in all three phases. Um, yeah, we'll be tested, though. We'll be tested these next four games, and certainly any time you go on the road to the east, never going to be easy. Um, playing a team that has to beat us, basically, to make the playoffs, so uh, definitely know they'll be motivated. So it, there is a lot of things that we got to make sure we're ready to, to uh, go out there and fight and, and come out with the win. I know you addressed this in the media scrum earlier today. Devaris Daniels, uh, you know, we were excited to have Devaris Daniels back, uh, but he left practice a little bit earlier today. Can you basically uh, uh, give us the update on Double D? Well, he just had a little bit of, uh, I don't know what to say, discomfort. And so, um, you know, he just said, you know, let's not push it on day two. I'll uh, see what he can do tomorrow. You know, I did kind of have penciled in the starting this week and can still see that happening. But, uh, you know, I, I've had other guys where I've I've kind of felt like they were ready to go, and I want them to play. They want to play, but the body doesn't seem to quite <laughs> listen. And uh, so we'll have to see how that plays out for DeVars. But he's close. Um, he wants to play. I know he's uh, certainly a, a big-time factor in our offense. I'd like to get him back out there and, when he got hurt, he was really, to me, being that same guy from last year. He had a couple of great games back-to-back. Uh, I'd like to get him back into that mode, so uh, ready for the playoffs. I think that's the important thing. When we when we look at the stretch drive for this football club, depending on whether or not uh, this team does clinch first place, it's important to get this offense clicking. And, and hey, your last game, I, I get it. You were clicking pretty good on all cylinders there, but you haven't had DeVars Daniels. You haven't had uh, Kamar Jordan. You haven't had uh, Jerome Messam you know, in the last game. You haven't had the entire offensive line healthy. And, and if all those pieces come together, I think it will take a few weeks, maybe to get everything going is is that a fair assessment well i think the best groups are the ones that have played together it's not i guess it's not even possible that you're going to make a whole season without injuries but you know you look at offensive line play it's very important for them to play together and then quarterback receiver that's such a uh you know a relationship that they 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 need to have be on the same page and understand body language quarterback has to have trust and all that sort of stuff in his guys so uh yeah it's, that doesn't like happen overnight so we have some guys potentially coming back receiver-wise. Um, we're still debating on our offensive line combination as well. Uh, uh, we do want to try to get into a group that's playing the best football here for the playoffs. And I also like competition, so I, I don't have a problem with guys going in there and and earning their spots back. So, to me, that's a good thing. Well, competition is a great thing, and we saw what Terry Williams did in the last game. And I, I know on our post-game show, Coach, we had so many questions that, you know, from the fans saying, oh, man, can we keep these two guys in the backfield, Jerome Messam and Terry Williams? I know Roy Finch goes down with an injury, so that's unfortunate, but that does maybe open the door for Terry Williams to being on the roster with Jerome Messam. But is that something you would like to see more of, these two guys in the backfield? Well, you're right. I mean, it's uh, uh, Terry looked dynamic and, and had a great game. 
Um, we thought he had a chance to be that guy. He's he's shown some great flashes, and sometimes you just don't know if the guy can do it. The lights come on. And I thought he played decent in a preseason, but um, you know, I, I I wasn't sure. And he proved he belongs, and he also he deserves playing time. And it, it is going to be tough. You know, if Roy was healthy, it would be a dilemma this week. Uh, but with Roy not being healthy, it doesn't look like it's long term. Gives Terry another chance. And sometimes, guys, you got to realize. Uh, they need to do it on a week-in, week-out basis. So um, it'll give him a chance. Uh, Mess is back, feeling good. Uh, does give us more of that, uh, I don't know, kind of like a lightning-thunder combination. A guy that's super fast, quick. And then you got Mess coming downhill on you at, at 260 pounds. So that combination to me is a, a great option for us to uh, to give defenses a lot to, to try to prepare for. Tunde Adelike have done, done a great job returning punts in the absence of uh, Roy Finch, but uh, can Terry Williams do that too? Is that something in, the, in his arsenal? Terry had never done punts before he okay. came here to Canada. Um, basically, he was always the superstar of his team, played at a small town right. or a small school, so they didn't want to risk him. Uh, and he's getting better at it. I, I think he's catching the ball a lot better, and uh, obviously you saw what he can do with the ball in his hands. Uh, so, yeah, we've got... Both Tunde and, and Terry, and I, I have good faith in Mark and Michelle as well as a returner, uh, a smooth returner back there. So we'll miss Roy. Listen, Roy's having a, a career year, uh, one of the best years in, in, that I can remember a returner have. So we're not going to act like it's not going to affect us, but we do have some options. And a lot of our guys, you know, our special teamers pride themselves on, on getting that returner started. And I think we have guys back there, once they get started, they can do some damage. We have a few more minutes left with head coach Dave Dickinson for Tom's House of Pizza. We'll go to the text line first, coach. And this texter says, I'm feeling a little shy tonight, so I'm going to send in a text. Question for the coach. Stamps signed three guys this weekend to practice roster spots. Two were not young. Uh, One just turned 29. Uh, He's looking for your thoughts on bringing in quote, experienced players, and I guess who he's talking about is Anthony Dabble. Uh, he's a receiver, just turned 29, and uh, he's a guy that uh, played with the New York Giants as a free agent, uh, has played in Europe as well. And the other player, uh, the older player, is uh, Danny Mason, a defensive lineman who is 27. Yeah, what happens, we basically, in our scouting department, we try to have our kind of up-and-comers out of college, but a lot of these guys go to the NFL and kick around a little while, and then they really don't want to come up. And then they start maybe uh, around that 26, 27, uh, feeling like their career's close to being over. All of a sudden, Canada becomes a good option, and um, so we bring them up. This is more of just a, a look around. And to be honest, you're not really developing a guy for 10 years anymore. You're looking to keep a guy three, four, five years on your team. It would be nice to say there could be here longer, and I guess it does happen. But most of the time they move on, and, and so we feel comfortable. We want to get the best players. And we, we use a, we'll have a little bit of a rotating door. We'll move in and out of guys. I mean, we're just looking at these guys mainly to, and to get a head start for next year. And if they can make an impact and they're, um, you know, maybe needed, we'll play them. But for the most part, these are guys we're just looking at for next year. As you mentioned earlier, it's all about uh, competition. Let's uh, go to the phone lines. Mark, you have a question for Ed Coach Dave Dickinson. Yeah, actually, uh, I had a quick comment and then a question, uh, Coach. I uh, just wanted to say first, uh, if we uh, can somehow get Terry Williams and mess him on at the same time, like you said, 
I think it, it pr- proposes a, a great uh, change of pace. It reminds me a lot of uh, a few years back when Winnipeg would have Charles Roberts and Mike Sellers alternating. It kind of has that feel. So I think that would be kind of cool. And uh, it's also I've been hearing today some some stuff about maybe uh, Cordero Law might be able to come back, and I hope so. I'm a big fan of his. I was wondering uh, if that was the case. Yeah. Uh, and as far as, you know, the, the the change of pace, you know, I think Roy can do it, but he's more a change of pace. Uh, he's made some great catches for us. He's been out of the backfield, done some great things for us offensively. Not probably uh, one of those true tailback types that you're going to give the ball, you know, 15, 20 times. So I think Terry's a little more in, in line with that type of stuff. As far as Cordero, love seeing him today. I just miss the guy. I, I let a lot of my guys, if they're seriously injured and they got family and they live in the U.S., I don't know if I'm uh, different than other coaches, but I do let them go back. And and uh, and then when they feel like they have a chance maybe where they could potentially play, we try to get a plan to bring them back three or four weeks before that. Um, almost like reacclimate them with what we do and, and, and be in the locker room. And um, Cordero's a guy that I think has a chance. Now we're, we're certainly solid at the end, but uh, he's a pro. Trust me, he'll push himself right to the max and – and also just to be part of our team because he's a great leader and a guy that, injury or not, is still uh, uh, at the forefront of my mind. So I was real happy to have him back today. Hey, Mark. Right on, uh, uh, yeah, good luck, Coach. Yeah, All pre- right, thank you. Appreciate the question. Just to follow up that uh, you were saying, if there was a timeline for Cordero Law, you'd like to see him play at least one regular season game. So maybe that November 3rd game against Winnipeg? I mean, I still think it's a long shot. I'm not okay. trying to push Cordero, but... He's a guy that I think has always pushed himself and, and does things that other people can't. It was a very, very serious injury. I don't want to get it to the point where, obviously, uh, uh, he's not ready to maybe play again next year. But, uh, no, I'm glad he's he's back in the fold and, and with our team. And, and I guess we'll just see how it plays out. Coach, have a great week. Safe travels to Hamilton. And uh, look forward to talking to you again next week. Okay, thanks a lot. Take care. Dave Dickinson, head coach here, Calgary Stampeders. A half hour with the coach for Tom's House of Pizza. Normally on Tuesday night, we check in with our CFL insider, Glenn Suter. Well, tonight, we're going to kick things off with our NHL insider, Craig Button, right around the corner. Glenn Suter's going to join us tomorrow night. Uh, Since we just talked some CFL football, go nowhere. Keep it locked in the home of the Calgary Stampeders. This is News Talk 770.